Welcome to Inside Legion, the podcast that takes place in David Holler's mind. I'm Alex. I'm Justin. Wait, is it every podcast we do that you do that voice? And I'm just now oh, yeah. realizing that. Yeah. Do you do that voice every single time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. He's a he's a one voiced pony. <laughs> I yep. had no idea that that was. I'm a, a pony. Oh. <laughs> so if Legion. you love ponies, Check you love it. my pony. What does that mean? I don't that's, know. that's his serious voice. Yeah, no, oh. that's that's how you know that I'm talking about something that like matters. Yeah, oh. when he when he okay. he got married, his vows were all in uh, <laughs> full I on do. Bane. Yeah, <laughs> I will love you forever. So Legion on FX has been gone for a good long while, but it's coming back very soon. So we're going to do a little bit of a short preview episode. We should mention up front that we are going to roll out this in the Inside Legion podcast feed and also in our Comic Book Club live feed. But going forward, the podcast is just going to be in the Inside Legion feed. You can subscribe absolutely anywhere on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Dude. Yeah, iHeartRadio. Yeah, they're, they're bankrupt. Radio? Who even cares? Yeah. Whoa, we'll just put what? it up there. All good. So uh, if you want to subscribe going forward, if you want to listen going forward, we're going to recap every episode of the show, so you can go subscribe there to get every episode right after it airs. But... I think since it's been a while, we should do a little bit of a recap. We should yes. talk about where we left off. Because so I'm Justin. Um, <laughs> I uh, I'm like the bad boy. Yeah. And <laughs> what uh, Pete say? does? Oh, machines. you are wearing your hat backwards, so it's uh, clear that you yeah. are the bad boy. Good uh, my boy. name is Pete. Uh, I just want to quickly say that I cannot wait for this show to come back. The first season, it was such an amazing show. It's one of the ones I've looked forward to the most. I. Love the show, and I can't wait for more. Yeah, I got to say, we do a bunch of different TV podcasts. We do our comic book podcast, but this was one of the most interesting shows to talk about because yeah. it plays with the nature of reality, and I felt like our podcast got super serious sometimes, you know? We did, actually. Yeah. Uh, we got into some shit. It was great. Religion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, we uh, we actually yeah we talked a lot about our own experiences religion our own yeah. experiences with you know mental health and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if you're coming for jokes, no thanks. Yeah, no <laughs> thanks. Uh, but yeah, I agree. I love this show. Uh, Noah Hawley is sort of the creative force behind this show, and uh, I love Fargo. I, I the way he makes television is always trying to push it in sort of new and interesting ways. So I'm down. Yeah, so in the first season, we met David Holler, played by Dan Stevens, who is not actually ever called Legion, but he is the character Legion, kind of from the comics. He has a lot of psychic powers. We don't really know the extent of what's going on with his mental illness so far, but we do know a lot of it was caused by a parasite called the Shadow King, Amal Farouk, which is sort of played by Aubrey Plaza. I say sort of because... Amal Farouk could take a lot of different faces. And in mm-hmm. fact, when we left off at the end of the season, the Shadow King was not just using the face of Aubrey Plaza, but also Jermaine Clement, uh, who I'm forgetting his actual character name. Uh, yes. He was too. married to Melanie Bird. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. Uh, oh, man. He's fantastic, though. He's such a great actor. He's great. It's so, fantastic in this series as well. So he was trapped inside of a psychic prison for a really long time, finally escaped, only to be taken over by the Shadow King. And when we last left them, in fact, one of the last shots of the episode was Aubrey Plaza and Jermaine Clement driving off to find somebody we don't know who. The assumption was that it was Professor sure. X, who is 
David Haller's father and the Shadow King's ancient enemy, which kind of this has all been about. We've never met Professor X, despite him being played by Patrick Stewart and James McAvoy in the movies. Um, I don't expect we're going to see Professor X this season either, I would think. I think they're still going to keep him out of it. Yeah, I feel like they may do it in a sort of interesting way, like they did with the chalkboard stuff last season. So we'll see. I feel like his presence will be felt, but Mm -hmm. I don't think Patrick Stewart will show up. Oh, man. Or James McAvoy. So that was going on. Uh, Also, uh, Legion, David Holler, had finally found happiness. He had found love with a woman. Only to have it ripped away when he was sucked into an orb and taken away somewhere, away from Summerland, which is kind of like our Westchester mansion, kind of our training ground for mutants. These aren't really X-Men. They're even weirder than X-Men, I think. Um, But David was taken away somewhere, and we don't know why, and we don't know how. Maybe it was because of Division Three, which is an organization that initially was at war with Summerland, but by the end had teamed up with them to take down the Shadow King. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll have to see what's going on with that going forward. Yeah, we spent a lot of time last uh, during the last season talking about like the layers of reality and how much of this is actually happening and how much is taking place inside uh, Legion's brain. Yeah, uh, And I think we're going to be doing more of that. I'm still not 100% convinced that everything did happen the, in yeah. reality. Yeah. Uh, you mean in season one? Yeah, in season one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for that uh, to keep sort of shifting through. And what is uh, the Shadow King is the villain, and it feels like uh, that presence will continue to be felt. But yeah. we're going to need a new villain. I feel like well in not, this new season, not in the second season. We probably won't. It seems like it's going to be the Shadow King. Uh, no, we need a new villain. I think. Well, eventually, but I don't think that you're going to get a new villain right away. I still want to see Mojo. Uh, if you're not an X-Men yeah. fan, this is somebody that we actually thought uh, what turned out to be the Shadow King. We thought Mojo might have been the villain of the first season. Uh, he is this enormous yellow interdimensional slug who likes to run TV programs. He works as a TV producer and often sucks the X-Men into his dimension to put them through their paces and change the reality for TV ratings, which seems like would tie in really nicely with Legion. I don't think we're necessarily going to get another enormous, terrifying yellow that's person. That's what I was going to say. I don't think they'll do like, oh, that's a show with giant, fat, like evil yellow guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I agree with you, though. I think we're going to see something different this season. What I'm most curious about is David wasn't exactly cured of everything, but yeah. the main thing that was driving his mental illness, which was this parasite, is out of him now. So... What becomes of David? What becomes of his mental illness? How are they going to explore it? Is something I'm really fascinated to see in season two. Yeah, can we? We've all seen the trailer for next season. Can we talk about that now? Go sure. for it. All right. So yeah, we got a lot of flashes of a lot of different stuff. The good news is, I saw Aubrey Plaza. I was very excited about that. I thought Great. she was amazing in the first season, and I was a little scared she was going to go away in the second season. I'm excited that there's more of that. There's a lot more Shadow King stuff. It looked like so. I'm. Very excited about that. He's such a great villain, especially in this series. So I'm not ready to let go of the Shadow King yet. Let me throw out a villain I'm hoping to see, uh, Proteus. Uh, Uh, Proteus is currently uh in the Astonishing X-Men comics, and I think would fit in perfectly, uh, both visually because he's like electricity, uh, basically. I think that would be something really interesting that Noah Hawley could shoot really well. And uh, he's a reality, he bends reality uh, to people's will. So I feel like that fits perfectly in here mm-hmm. with this and could actually make a conflict between Shadow King and Proteus and have a whole. I just, here, uh, here's it seems what like I'm, I'm going to throw out you guys. What if 
Legion is the villain in season two. What? Dude, why? Yeah. Well, so one thing that we've never really explored on the show, which is the main facet of Legion in the comic books, is his multiple personality disorder. Right. Yeah. That in the comic books, each of his personalities has a different power. Um, they all take over him at different points. And that's something we haven't seen on the show. You know, we had Shadow King living inside of him. But other than that, other than... Uh, other than David being very damaged, we haven't seen that particular aspect of the character, though we have had flashes of multiple people yelling at him in his mind that have never been resolved. Mm -hmm. So what if, if anything, the Shadow King was the thing keeping the cap on Legion's powers and his different personalities? Well, it seems like he's trapped in some kind of floating bubble for... Uh, at least uh, for the beginning. It, right. I mean, I think that. that's the initial problem, mm-hmm. but I think we'll probably get past that pretty quickly. Well, no, it's kinda, bubble all season. <laughs> well, because it seems like that's how we're going to deal with his psyche a little bit, of him being trapped and like where his mind goes and how he deals with kind of where he is. But it's also, I kind of got excited about the switch of Legion being in the trap that uh, uh, What's-His-Face was trapped in, which was... Jermaine. Yeah, Jermaine. It was hysterical. Uh, so I thought that would be kind of a cool swap. But I also like the fact that there's still the relationship is still there because the kind of season trailer ends uh, with his girlfriend being like, you know, like, where do you stand? Where? And she's like, that's my man. I stand with my man. So I'm like, oh, yeah. you love that sentiment. The interesting thing. I mean, one of the interesting things that I, I think about watching this season uh, Noah Hawley has talked about two things a little bit. One is that he has never, according to him, done a second season of a show. You know, he did other seasons of Fargo, but they were all anthology style. So he's never yeah. continued his story this way. So that's going to be a challenge for him as a storyteller. And then the other thing that he's talked about is he is very into why are TV episodes episodes and how do I make them and experience each episode? Because he he talked about this back in the Television Critics Association's tour where he said he felt like people are binging and they're just kind of jamming through things and yeah. they're looking at it as like the season's an experience, but he wants to make sure to create the shows on an episodic basis. That so makes that me so happy. That's like single issues of comics. Exactly. Focus on making that great. Yeah, yeah, so they're going to be telling a big overarching story, but he's very concerned with the idea of I want people to stop and think during every episode and say, this is something that I haven't seen before, which means he's going to be playing with the structure of the episodes, but also creating really thoughtful, weird pieces every single week. That's what I love about what he does is he finds a way to create a sort of mental break, even if you are binging it, where you have to stop and like just take stock of what's happening. He did that a lot in Fargo season two where there'd be these montages where you would have to stop and be like, oh, that's that character. And then like a wash of images. And so it sort of like gets breaks through that binge uh, sentimental or binge like mentality of that's how you experience things where you're just like getting information and not actually processing it. Yeah. So I'm excited to check this out. Before we wrap up this preview episode, anything else you're looking forward to? Anything else you got to see in season two? Let me throw this, throw this out there. If there are one X-Men that you think could uh, join this show, an X-Men we know of, who would it be? Oh, man, Cypher. Absolutely Cypher. Ah, I mean, honestly, though, yeah, you guys constantly make fun of me for liking Cypher, but Cypher is a mutant who can uh, translate any language. If there is Google Translate in human form. Shut up. If there is (laughs) any TV show, any X-Men iteration, including the new Mutants movie where he could show up and make perfect sense, I think it would be this show. That's true. Even Doug Locke uh, could be a cool techno uh, 
Techno or organic. To see that. Yeah, that would be fun. New Mutants, good. What do you think, Pete? I think Puck. Uh, I really think uh, Puck. Yeah, from from Panda. Alpha Flight. Yeah, that's right. It's just going to uh, join the team. I think that would be an amazing. We need more what, short what people is, on what TV. Is, what is Puck's power? Is it that he's bouncy? He's uh, short and powerful. No, he okay. I don't, is, is he a mutant? Yeah, I think he's just a guy. No, yeah, he like it's guy. like Ram Man. He can like bounce into things and like you know really mess stuff up. Have you been watching He Man lately? No, no. It feels like it. You bring it up a lot. Well, He Man was. It's a big part of my life. I mean, if you know me, you know that. So, yeah, yeah. I know. you do have that lion. <laughs> yeah, that you're always riding around. Well, you know, cringers. You know, you ride him when he's cringer. Oh wow, that's because yeah, he has, that has this other cooler form where he has a saddle. Nah, you know, he's scared of that cat, and I don't want to turn him into it. So wow. I respect cringer, and I just roll around the. Cringer. Let's end this episode how we end every episode of Inside Legion. What in this episode was real, and what was not real, Justin? I'll tell you what, right now, I was not real in this podcast. I always say, be real, be real, but I was not real. <laughs> nice. Oh, Pete, man. what about you? What was real? What was not real? Um, uh, um, what was real is my love for this TV show. Uh, wow. What's not real is, uh, yeah, I'm going to agree. Justin's not real. There's no way. Nice. No uh, one's anyway, so could act like that. Yeah. yeah um, I don't think any of this is real, honestly. What? I think this is all made up. Are we in somebody's head? Yeah, I think we're all inside David Holler's mind. We established that at the top of the episode. Uh, That's what you call a a clue, a strong clue. (laughs) If you would like to support this podcast and the other podcasts we do, patreon.com slash comic book club. Also, we do a live show every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. at the Pit Loft in New York. So come on by and we'll chat about Legion. And remember, you do need to subscribe to this podcast going forward in the Inside Legion feed, in Google Play, on iTunes, wherever fine podcasts are sold for free. So check it out there. Uh, We do a Riverdale podcast called Riverdale After Dark. You can check out our regular podcast, Comic Book Club Live, uh, and many, many more. Pete, what else do you want to plug? Friend us on Facebook so you get to know about the amazing guests we have on our live show. Follow us on Twitter at Comic Book Live. Check us out at ComicBookClubLive.com for the podcast more, and we'll see you when... Legion resumes. Can't wait. So soon. Yeah.